This is Annie Gauss for Silicon Valley Beat. The other week, the world got a glimpse of the new essential high-end smartphone by Andy Rubin, the founder of Android. Now we're learning more details about how this essential phone is going to work in action. To recap, the Essential Phone is a new high-end smartphone conceptualized by Rubin, and it's aiming to be a standout in the world dominated by iPhones and Samsungs. Rubin was the creator of Android and ran the OS for nine years after it was acquired by Google. But what actually makes the phone different other than its famous creator? Well, if you read about the Essential Phone on their website, you'll learn a whole lot of philosophy behind technology being too siloed and closed, too little choice for consumers, and too many features that we don't really need. Functionally, though, the Essential Phone has a lot of the same innards as any other high-end smartphone, a Qualcomm 835 processor, 4 gigs of RAM at the box, etc., but it also has no branding at all, an OS called Ambient OS, and more importantly, a modular design. You can buy add-ons that allow for 360 video, for example, as well as other things you can buy separately. So now we know a bit more about how this essential phone will work in the wild. Namely, it's gonna be sold exclusively on Sprint. Why Sprint? Well, according to Essential President Niccolo Damasi, we are partnering with, quote, the network of the future. Well, Sprint is the fourth wireless carrier in the U.S., but the phone will also be available unlocked. It is starting at 700 bucks with more for the add-ons, and we don't have an exact ship date just yet, but the Essential phone is expected to be out later this summer. So be sure to fave the station for more updates on this and more. Thank you for listening. This is Annie Gauss. Sleep tracking technology may be gaining popularity, but that doesn't mean the business models always work out. A sleep tracking company called Hello is laying off their whole staff in San Francisco and shuttering their main product called Sense. Now, the company Hello was founded in 2012, and they raised about $40 million in their lifetime. And their product was intended to be a sleep tracker that you don't wear on your wrist. Instead, it was a spherical device that goes in your room, along with a smaller tracker underneath your pillow. In a blog post on Medium, CEO James Proud said that he isn't sure if the product will live on, but that anyone who uses it will receive an email by the end of the week, letting them know what's happening to their accounts and their data. He also wrote that anyone who purchased Sense directly from Hello will not be eligible for a refund. They also have a fair amount of competition in fitness trackers like Fitbit and other larger companies like Apple who are making inroads into health tech, and that includes sleep tracking technology. And though things didn't work out for Hello, the sleep tech space is growing massively. According to a report by a group called BCC Research, the market for sleep aid products is projected to be worth almost $80 billion by 2019. And that includes everything from trackers to mobile apps and software to high-tech pillows and mattresses to drugs. This is Silicon Valley Beat. 
Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to fade the station for more tech news and updates. Certain tech companies might be known for having lavish offices, but at least one is saying office spaces in general are a thing of the past. Automatic, which is the company that runs WordPress, is getting rid of their San Francisco office entirely. And it's not because they're closing. Instead, according to the company, they just have no need for it. Automatic has about 550 employees and had a big, spacious warehouse space complete with a library, gaming tables, and many of those random amenities that you would stereotypically associate with tech companies. Despite that, though, very few people actually showed up, according to CEO Matt Mullenwag. And that's because their employees had always been encouraged to work from home or work remotely, wherever they can presumably be the most productive. And he found that eventually that meant nobody was showing up. On a podcast, he said, five people go in it and it's 15,000 square feet. They get like 3,000 square feet each. There are as many gaming tables as there are people. Okay, so now they're having everyone work remotely, whether that's home or a coffee shop or wherever, and they put that space on the market. It's up for grabs for anyone who's interested. But the whole idea of working remotely has been controversial in some tech circles. For one, Marissa Meyer, for example, got a lot of flack as Yahoo CEO for cracking down on working from home and saying that people should be in the office. But others, obviously like the automatic folks, clearly think that a remote workforce is the way to go. What do you think about this? Would you be okay with working from no office at all? Why or why not? Let me know your thoughts in a call-in. Thanks for listening. This is Silicon Valley Beat.